Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Podcast Pasta. That's a podcast that's like pasta, not the podcast that's about pasta. As always, I'm your host, Mike, and today I am joined with Pick, an experimental musical artist and animator. Uh, you could, uh, Your work has been on YouTube. I believe you also have a Spotify. Uh, Pick, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing awesome. So, um, Pick, I think uh, you, you were telling me earlier that... Um, you watched some of my previous episodes to kind of prepare for this interview so uh you mm-hmm. might know what's coming up next uh but the f- basic first question that i always like to start with is um i know i gave you a very brief introduction but i guess if you want to kind of expound on that a little bit and explain in your own words um what you do and what motivates the content that you create um i like to be productive which doesn't happen that often but um i like to make things because it feels good to make stuff and then you know i also like to make weird stuff fun right i got you so um i guess uh so why the focus in particular on like music and animation uh as like your medium of expression in like you know pursuing like just creating a content broadly uh i find a lot of inspiration in jack stauber's work i like the uh the short little like snippet style of just a little video with a song and then i think that also gives me a lot of freedom to do different types of stuff like different styles of music and animation whenever i feel like it not that i like wouldn't if i didn't have i don't know i kind of I'm not good at following like a that style or theme very well. Right, I got you. I got you. And yeah, I've definitely been a, a huge fan of your work. I, I can't remember exactly how I found your content. I believe it was just randomly recommended to me. Uh, maybe I was looking also at Jack Stopper's work. I, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, I might know the answer to this, but just to be certain um on so do you have any like what 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 is your background in music like did you study in school are you self-taught because i have you know creators from all over some of them you know are like postgraduate like they're doing this like to you know supplement what they learned in school some are just uh you know doing this as like kind of a way to like teach themselves the craft so i guess where, where do you fall in that you know kind of dichotomy if you will um so when i was in middle school my mom thought it'd be fun to sign me up for some art camp which i was not very fond of the idea of and there was like majors and minors in that you know the drill um it was not music music was not my major it was like drawing and stuff uh stamp making i think i don't know i did not get the pick but anyways my minor was piano which was fun because it was not meant to be a class for beginners which i was since i had not ever touched a piano before that um so then i kind of just it was all like electric pianos and we had headphones so it wasn't 
insanely chaotic, which also gave me ability to kind of just familiarize myself for the like two weeks I was there, which was kind of cool. And uh, when I got home, I like asked for an actual keyboard. And then I, my dad had one. It's kind of cool, I suppose. Um, after a while, I was signed up for piano lessons, which I ended up not doing the homework for, which was just practicing. But I guess I'm like good at just remembering how to play things once I start playing it, which I'm not seeing a whole lot of recently. I'm doing pretty bad there. But I only did that for like a month or two. And then virtually everything else is like trial and error for quite some time. Uh, struggling with like the demo of FL Studio. <clears throat> right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so I guess uh, with your own work, you see it as very like experimental. Um, you, you know, you're motivated by Jack Stopper. Um, but I have noticed for some of your pieces that you actually do have, um, like you have collaborated with other artists, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, just the one though, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so do you have any connection with like a larger musical community of this experimental style, or is it just are you just a nomad, a musical nomad, if you will? Um, <laughs> no. I uh, I posted my stuff to a bunch of subreddits to the point where they no longer enjoy seeing it in a lot of the subreddits, which is the closest form of like community focus I had. I only had that um, collab because the guy messaged me. Then I was just like, okay, I'd have uh, no reason not to. So I did it, and I think it came out pretty well. So, um, so do you have any interest in being part of a larger community, or are you just fine uh, doing what you're doing now, like on your own? Um, couldn't tell you. I think. It would definitely be a good idea to be in more of like a community, but I also wouldn't want, I don't know, I'm imagining some sort of like totalitarian, like authoritative state community where I'd have to make a very certain type of music, which is, I don't think that's what you meant at all, but I wouldn't like to uh, be limited at all. However, having like a that group that I could interact with would probably be probably be good hmm. right I gotcha so you so you don't want to be like confined currently in your work so you want to keep it in like this kind of experimental like soundscape to I mean I don't want to like armchair psychology your motives um, but like yeah. as a means of like refining your style or um just because I mean, a little bit of that, but also just because I don't really have, aside from like the main little synth that I tend to use pretty often, and then just like the 707 like drum samples, nothing is incredibly consistent. And I just like being able to, if I accidentally make something that I think sounds good, I'd like to be able to like pursue that and not try to fit it in with the rest of the stuff. 
So is that the reason why, because I noticed that a lot of your work right now is focused on, um, I guess what you would call like singles or even like, you know, these smaller sound bites that, uh, you, you say in like the descriptions of many of your, um, uploads that like, oh, you might expound on this, uh, later in, you know, possibly a fuller song. Uh, is that, is that also a reason why you haven't committed to like really, uh, I mean, outside of, of course, the resources for, um, like full album releases or like even like longer song, uh, pieces? You think that would be, that would be the most logical explanation, which is also not, not what it is. See, a lot of the, uh, like shorts, I suppose are completed full songs by the time I upload them as like their video form but um oh man I completely just lost my train of thought uh I haven't done like a full album yet because I don't have like a full set of songs that I think are worthy of being released that aren't already haven't already been released in their full forms. I've got like five, I think, and I'm just waiting to get a couple more completed before I do like a full album. I also, you know, save up a bit of money to do some advertising, I guess. I don't care too much about like numbers and growing, but I think it would also be kind of cool, I suppose. Right. I got you. I got you. Um, and I'm also kind of wondering, too, because I've asked, uh, like, my first interview was with um, a musical artist. I think it was, I believe it was TK. Uh, he was a Canadian underground uh, rapper. And I, I think I kind of brought up this question of, you know, I, I, at least I feel personally that, you know, or not even so much how I feel. I think I've heard some people speculate on this idea that, you know, with the modern streaming age that there is kind of this move, I think, away from albums. Because, you know, back in the day before the internet, albums were really important because that's how you would buy your music was in, like, a collection of songs from, like, an artist. You'd go down to, like, your record store or something. But in, like, a streaming landscape, I have always wondered is if that's even, like, necessary or, like, how limiting that is i mean I, I understand that there's still like a significance to releasing albums especially uh with what you can do in terms of tying like a cohesive theme throughout the album so uh I, i'm curious if you have any insights on that is like you know um I, I know you said part of it is like certain technical limitations in terms of wanting to like grow yourself before you release an album but um even with that resources, do you, do you still think that there's utility in keeping it the way that you're doing it now with more of just uh, isolated singles? Oh, yeah. Um, I had to write, like, a, a piece for a class that was semi-related to that, and I think I saw somewhere that it's just, like, statistically better to release singles. I don't know. I'm, I'm not too uh, knowledgeable on this thing, but... Um, I think, dude, I'm completely zoning out. I apologize. No, no, you're, you're all good. <laughs> uh, what was your question? Well, I guess, I guess the, like the TLDR, 
uh, my question uh, to kind of shorthand it is that, you know, given the fact that, like, you know, there's an advantage to just releasing singles with, like, you know, modern streaming services, do you think that, you know, I mean, do you, do you think it's, like, even necessary for yourself to, like, release an album or, like, do you think that there is something to just focusing on singles for yourself? Um, I think you could, I could absolutely just focus on singles and it would probably be fine. But I think releasing an album is more of like a mental milestone for me rather than like a statistical advantage. I think I'd rather just be able to like look at my own little profile and see an album there. Like, wow, cool. Look what I made. Right, so it's like but, for the achievement of it. Yeah, although I do think, I think, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, uh, I'm not too deep into the meta of <laughs> streaming services, but I think it's probably, I know with how YouTube works, it's definitely better, but I don't know about Spotify and stuff, where it's just a smarter move to upload singles, I suppose. Hmm. I see. Um, so I guess uh, focusing again more on your music, you uh, very experimental. It's very like kind of this, um, and you, you could you could apologize on this, describing this right because I don't like have too. <laughs> I'm not too keen on like you know modern like you know musical creation and things like that, but. Um, like a very industrial kind of sound i um you know especially like with the synth and everything um but in your works uh especially like some of your lyrical works that you've put out um is there any type of connecting theme like that you could find that you've like kind of that you could find in like the soundscape of your music or is it again just due to like the looser nature of how you put out your music is it just like you know individual ideas self-contained within your songs um by connecting theme do you mean like the meaning of the lyrics and stuff or did you just mean like instrumentals well anything really uh you know lyric lyrically you know uh in terms of the instrumentals like i guess what is just some guiding thoughts towards a lot of your music or like themes that you explore things like that oh i see um a lot of the times the synth is just a an old casio like toy synth a lot of people would call it because it's not really a synth it's just a little keyboard uh it's the casio mt100 i think it just sounds cool so i like to use it and everything has i think everything at least some 707 drums those are like those are the most overarching common audio thing that you'll find there but in terms of lyrics and stuff um everything has at least some meaning for me but i also like it to be relatively ambiguous so that anybody listening could also come up with their own meaning because a lot of the times uh for the song i come up with like a general mood or feeling and then i just kind of use it as like a source to unload thoughts onto or something i don't know there's not like there's not any like overarching story at the moment or any like 
plot, I suppose. Um, somebody commented that once, and I, I gave a response that I think indicated that there was, and I was like, oh, oops. There's not, it's generally just whatever my brain is on, whatever it needs to, I need to get out, tends to get, get out in the lyrics. Right, and that very much, I think, um, you know, doesn't match, like, again, your very um, experimental style. Um, I guess focusing on a bit of, like, the animation that accompanies a lot of your um, work, because uh, I, I'm not I, I'm not exactly too sure on the style you're using. If I had to take a guess uh, for some of your pieces, it's, like, you use kind of, like, the paper craft animation. I think it was, like, akin to what South Park did in their very early seasons. Am, am I on the ball in that? Or I guess what what is, like, how how do you construct the animations? Is it just all digital? Is it, like, um, is there aspects of, like, uh, you know, like using, like, physical pieces with your work? You are pretty close, actually. You're, you're on the ball. I'm not even sure that's a saying, but we're going to go with it. Uh, what it generally is is I make the little, like, dudes i don't know things out of like polymer clay and then i lay them out and i take a picture of them and i just do like the south park animation stuff on uh on the computer oh so it is then... stop motion no it's not stop motion oh. that would be a lot of work that's too hard for me <laughs> um it's like it's like south park where there's the uh like the little bits, so like limbs and stuff, I suppose, are different pieces, but then I cut them out on uh, my weird knockoff Photoshop and I put them in the video editor and animate them like that. Oh, very, very cool. So, um, with your, uh, with animations, uh, how, how closely do you try to connect it to the music or is it just like just supposed to be a broad visualization because i know like in some of your pieces it, it does kind of directly tie to um you know the musical accompaniment but in others it feels more looser so i, I guess what's your um what's your whole process on that i have like a notebook of little storyboards so sometimes i'll just take what the lyrics are supposed to mean which is relatively rare and then other times I just take exactly literally what the word is and then I try to think of something that's like weird for that and then uh that's just kind of what happens like sometimes I get to successfully make it and other times I don't I have several songs that I have had for just months because I couldn't think of any like decent animation for them and then i was like oh well just make a new one i suppose and figure that out later which is not a very efficient philosophy if i'm gonna be honest right but i mean nonetheless still produces very um interesting results i think um a lot of uh your work god i don't know how to describe it kind of reminds me of like very early and i think it is due to kind of using that older animation style of like animated um you know shows from like the 80s and i guess yeah like 80s 90s era because i think that was like around the time when you know what you were using was more common as opposed to now yeah and i love the uh 
but I was like, I really like the like VCR artifacting and like tapes and stuff. So um, whenever I finish it, the just the video itself, I'll record that onto a tape and then I'll play it back. Then I record the playback and then I also just screw around with it where I like rewind it and pause it and stuff because that makes some kind of weird results with the tape artifacting stuff and then I'll overlay that onto the just like the bass recording if I think it made anything cool that I could like use to improve the overall video with because that makes pretty good transitions sometimes and other times it makes virtually nothing right and like um it also kind of gives me i don't know if you uh follow the scene uh so much yourself but uh kind of like lost media vibes in a way or like creepy pasta like i put a vcr into my thing and then the character started yelling at me or something yeah some cool found footage stuff i know what you're talking about yeah exactly like lost media it's fun yeah um i've actually known some artists i believe uh that I have actually used um and I, and I apologize if you have like no like real knowledge of this at all but like um some artists that use like the whole creepypasta scene to promote like their own artistic work I think the biggest example is uh, Ben Drowned like the Majora's Mask creepypasta where uh it helped like the guy who created like um, promote his own work i guess i don't want to give your way again your game <laughs> away too much but would you ever be interested in like promoting your work like through that or like through an arg uh admittedly i do think about that sometimes not like a serious i'm planning this out thought but it's like what if i did that that would be kind of goofy maybe i'll do that sometimes and I think that that could be a fun, interesting thing. But I'm not like dead set on it, and I'm not really thinking about actually doing it at the moment. Right. Well, yeah, because you certainly do have, um, I think, the aesthetic for it in terms of both like your sound and in the animations. Um, you have mentioned before they have collaborated with other um, artists on your music, but do you think that? you would ever collaborate with like an animator to animate a piece for your songs or do you feel like like you want to be like the the sole animator for your like your work oh no i would definitely do that <laughs> i'd collaborate with like pretty much anybody that wanted to if there was just some guy that wanted to do like a voiceover or something for just like reading out a story i'd make some weird audio thing out of that i suppose it could be like anything as long as they're making it themselves and it's not like just something they're taking is there anybody that has you have in mind that you would like to collaborate in that way or um i don't know uh sometimes i'm like hey alec normal he's cool i should i should dm him and then i'm like maybe i'll just wait until if I end up getting more subscribers, so it's more of a fair trade. But otherwise, I don't really have anybody that's realistically in mind. I'm kind of open to anybody that wants to do something. Yeah, I'm definitely in the same camp with a lot of my guests. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's quite some variety. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I wonder with like the nature of your work, how much of it is 
like when you're constructing like a song or even like an animation how much of it is planned out beforehand i know you were talking about you had you like storyboard at least your animations um how, how much of it is planned out beforehand or how much of it is kind of like improvised as you develop the song and like saying oh this kind of works or oh i don't really like this um, um yeah it's it's almost exclusively that like, oh what if i put a a disgusting amount of reverb reverb on this just as like an example i don't do that too often but i it has happened um what if i i just try something weird and i screw up the eq on this for no reason and then if it sounds good it stays like that um and for lyrics i generally just i i try to pick the mood or the theme and then i just come up with lyrics based on like the lead because i'm i I'm not gonna lie, I have a lot of trouble coming up with lyrics, like, at all. But there is instances where I'm just standing around and I'll come up with a line and I'll go, like, write it down. Because, you know, that's, uh, definitely the better way to get good lyrics, I think. And, um, uh, what's the thing called? I forgot, I forgot the name of my own song, Epinephrine, that was entirely... Like, all the lyrics for that were completely on the spot. I just wanted to see what would happen if I just clicked record and tried to make sound, and then I just layered it a couple times. It was good enough for me. And then I hated the full version, so I scrapped it. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess... I, I guess what what, how, what do you see for the future of like your work like what is this something that you would want to like keep pursuing like even at like towards like a professional level or is this something that's strictly like a hobby for you um I think it would be very cool to do at a professional level but I don't think that's even like somewhat realistic but you know I can I can dream would be it would be cool so what do you think would be holding you back from like you know pursuing it further reaching like you know a more professional level um i think i would have to do a lot of like advertising for that i can't because i'm like broke and also the sound is so like extremely specific it's not really it doesn't appeal to a whole lot of people I wouldn't I don't think and then also just like doubt because you know there is a good 40 minute time on the upload screen of every video where I'm easily like yeah this one is so much worse than all the other ones and then there's like this one guy on every video that comments this is the best one yet so like like okay I guess I don't even know I mean yeah you but, certainly have your fans yeah, that's, that's cool. That's weird, too. It's such a strange thing. Uh, at first, I was like, hmm. What if they're all in a joke? They're messing with me. But then they weren't, so it was kind of weird. I didn't expect it. Well, yeah, I mean, congrats on your success so far. I think um, you started your channel in 2021 or 2022? Um, yeah, that was a thing I did... I uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything I wanted to upload, but I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I made the channel on like midnight 
on January 1st, as in like December to January, the first day of the year. And then I did that. And then I think I uploaded the first one in February. Right. And I mean, I think you have like around 300 subscribers. So very humble start, but it is a start, I would argue. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I guess, I mean, I don't know if you, like, how, how, uh, how knowledgeable are you of actual, like, musical theory? Because I know, like, your style is very experimental, but would you ever want to expand your knowledge into, like, music theory or? Um, I don't know any of the, like, extremely technical stuff, but I do know, I know the basics. I think that's all, I think it's a very smart idea to learn uh actual music theory and stuff but i think all you absolutely need is like the basics and patience and then eventually you just kind of figure it out because as long as you're staying on on beat and with the rhythm and you're in a key and you're not just playing random notes that don't work together you'll you can you can make something that at least somebody will like hmm. um so I guess because I'm also kind of asking too is that um, I don't know how much of the podcast that you listen to, but uh, a huge focus of it is on like auditorial visual media, so like you know television, movies, um, things like that. And so I, I always kind of am curious. I am curious to ask like a lot of uh, musical artists that I bring on here is that do you ever think you you could see yourself? composing for like you know um like a, a movie or a film because i know that takes like its own endeavor and you know it, i i don't want to be an asshole and like say um <laughs> you know oh you're a farmer that means you must also know how to like cook for you know the analogy that i use but um I, yeah i guess do you have any interest in you know um you know, ever pursuing like a project like that where it's more of a, a musical accompaniment to like a narrative, like uh, a dialogue-driven narrative piece, or um, I don't. That's not like my end goal, but I do think that sounds interesting. And you know, the whole thing is experimenting. Why not try something new? Right. So just to have the just for the sake of the experience of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can definitely respect that. Um, I don't know how far ahead you pre-plan a lot of your music, but I guess for my listeners and maybe some of your fans that uh, come on to listen this to this interview, if so, A, on Podcast Pasta. Um, but I guess, do you have any pro- any more immediate projects on the horizon for uh, for you know the channel? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I always have stuff I'm working on. I'm kind of in a bit of a stagnation phase because, you know, one day booted up Minecraft, kept playing Minecraft, you know the drill. Um, I do have, I think probably in my opinion, like my best stuff, which isn't meant to get people excited for nothing. But also I have, I have a couple of just like finished songs and then I have almost none of those have videos yet and then i'm i'm also just kind of debating releasing one before the eventual album 
because just a little preview, I don't know, maybe I'll make like a full length video for the whole song or something. I don't have any like, like full, uh, like short film or anything crazy planned. Just uh, more of the same. Hmm. So I guess for the sake of your um, own fans then to like kind of pry deeper into the artist. Uh, outside of like uh, your music, like what else do you like to like do as a hobby or for fun? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I would say I like to play games, but I don't really. I just kind of do that sometimes to pass time, and then I'll get like addicted to the game, which is not great. But I like uh setting things up I think I don't know I have a lot of like consoles with custom firmware and stuff and then I set it up and I'm like wow this is cool and then I just end up not playing it because all I really all I like actually wanted to do was just set it up to be custom firmware and like download an emulator or something I have a tendency to start games and then not finish them hmm, I see so I, I guess, uh, and I apologize for like the scatterbrain approach sometimes, how I think of um, my questions, but uh, do you ever think that you'll ever like kind of upgrade like how you do um, your animation? Like, uh, would you ever think of like looking into doing like modern, like Blender or stuff like that? Or do you think that or do you have like an attachment to the current style that you're doing with like more the like clay animated type uh, work? Um, it's generally a mix. So I do, I like how the current stuff looks, but I also, you may have noticed the uh, super blocky animation I do sometimes, the 3D animation. That's just like basic blender stuff. I think for like future visuals, it's possible I'd make something like weird and realistic but i also think it's equally if not more possible that i'll just keep doing the same and then iterate upon that and make it better as it goes on hmm. um i guess uh and i don't want to be in you know again if you don't feel like answering this question you could just tell me to fuck off and i'll like move on to something else but um you know, with somebody that has, like, such an experimental style like yourself, oftentimes there's always, like, the kind of stereotype that artists that, you know, kind of create this type of sound are usually, you know, druggies in a way that, you know, and that's, like, the main inspiration for their work. I hate that stereotype myself, but, um, you know, I, I guess what do you make of it? Do you, are, are you, uh, would you be offended at that type of, like... I don't want to say accusation, but that kind of um, <laughs> insight thrown your way. Uh, I mean, no, I certainly wouldn't be offended at it because, you know, it is. There is certainly some strange acid trip fever dream stuff going on here a lot of the time. But uh, I'm just high in life, man. There's not really. <laughs> I just. Uh, make weird stuff right it's not it's not like i don't know i completely lost my train of thought again so perhaps maybe something needs to change 
the mental <laughs> department. No, no, you're all good. And honestly, I don't think it's fair to like make that assessment with like your particular sound because it's not like uh, it doesn't seem to be like akin to something like acid rock and you know things like that. Yeah. Um, but I guess a- another area that I'm really, um, you know curious about with your music now getting into like now that we're thinking about like genres and things like that is how would you categorize your sound like do you have a specific like genre archetype that you know you think incorporates your sound or do you find it just a bit limiting um to think of it in that way uh i don't find it limiting but i also have no idea I don't know what this is. Um, I think the only way I could describe it and the way I have described it is just like alt music. I don't I don't know what I'm making. I'm also not very knowledgeable on genres, so I guess asking me would be a poor move if anybody wanted like a legitimate, I guess, answer. Right, right. And um I was kind of questioned too. Uh, I don't know if you have any more insight on this than I do. Like uh, again, with like streaming services, um, I, I feel like the emphasis on genres is kind of weird, especially in the modern era where you're seeing such a blending of like you know, rap being incorporated into like a lot of country songs, pop incorporating <laughs> you know like from other genres and things like that. Like the significance of you know these these labels because you know back in the day again record stores when you had when you went to a record store you had to sort you had to sort the albums for your customers yeah. so you had to so you know you kind of had to come up with these genres and even then it wasn't like a clean process um i, I don't know do you have any like thoughts on that for your own music or are you ever um I, I know you don't find it limiting, but are you ever worried that you'd be, like, just boxed in like that to, like, oh, this artist is, like, an X type of musician or so? I think, um, so, sometimes I'm like, what if I try something really weird and it's not my normal style, but it just, it, like, I don't know, that particular one gets like a lot more popular than the rest because then that would be that wouldn't be too good so i feel like i would have to make stuff like that then to cater to the people but i don't uh i don't know Hmm, i respect that well i think we're approaching um i i think i uh basically exhausted all the main questions that i wanted to ask you at least uh for the current time and being um thank you all so much for joining us today on this interview if you want to support the podcast you could do so in a number of different ways uh i opened up a patreon account that you can use to um support the podcast on a monthly uh basis through monthly payments i think uh, i have like three current subscription tiers uh, like a very basic one and then uh, two other ones uh, with the higher rewards you uh, get like I think like a t-shirt or a mug I can't exactly remember off the top of my head but with any of the subscription tiers you get uh, your name read out at the end of the credits but I don't have any Patreons fortunately so this is just you know the ad read for that 
Um, if you don't feel comfortable subscribing to a monthly thing, I also have a Ko-Fi account in which you could do like one-time donations. I think Ko-Fi also lets you do a monthly thing too. Uh, additionally, I also have a merch store, so if you want to buy really cheap, and I'm talking dirt cheap, shirts, uh, mugs, what have you, stickers, I think I even have stickers, uh, you can do that through, I, I believe it's Teespring. All this is linked on the pinned comment uh, on my Twitter account. That's uh, The handle for that is at PodcastingPasta. Again, that's at PodcastingPasta. All one word. The P's are capitalized. Uh, Pick, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to shout out your own socials, where people can find uh, you and your work. Uh, just pick on YouTube, uh, P-I-C-C-K. There's also at 6pick on uh, Instagram, but I think I forgot to upload the newest video on there, so I wouldn't be too uh, keen on that one. But that's uh, also Spotify. Just pick again. All right, and yeah, this will all be linked in the episode description as well as the uh, tweet that comes out with... Um, this episode uh pick thank you again so much for joining us uh i was actually wondering um since i have you here do you think it would be possible for me to close out this episode featuring uh one of your songs sure i can uh i can send you one of my like unreleased ones too if you wanna oh that's great so yeah we're getting a podcast pasta exclusive here um but yeah thank you all so much again for um joining us here and here is uh the musical piece from pick to close us out uh once again thank you